What's up, folks? This is the Live Life Aggressive Podcast. Mike Mollis, Sincere Hogan. That, oh, that's me, not Mike Mollis. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's always the other way around. It's like, oh, you're truly Sincere Hogan? I hate when people do that shit. Yours truly <laughs> blah, 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 or me, myself. Well, who else is it, dumbass? <laughs> like, you know, me, myself, this is what I think. Wait, okay, you just said me, myself, I, all in the same sentence. Like, come on, man, who's your English teacher? <laughs> like, education is the best. People that talk about themselves in the third person, like Farrakhan. Farrakhan <laughs> did white number religion? You did that. Farrakhan <laughs> didn't do that. I remember the first time I heard Farrakhan speaking. I'm like, who's this other Farrakhan he keeps talking about? <laughs> that's that's like an interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always hilarious to me, man. Like, okay, you split personality, jackass. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to go out and play cards tonight and just talk about myself in the third person. Mike Mahler, <laughs> Mahler didn't want those cards. Why didn't you give me a three? Mahler didn't pay double down. <laughs> They're like this guy's certifiable. My God, Mahler's not happy right now, dealer. Mahler's not happy at all. <laughs> Mahler wants a comp. Mahler wants a comp right now. Are you going to do it? <laughs> Mahler's going to get real mad if you don't give me a comp. Like, I'm going to do that. Man. You're the I'm only going. one sitting at the table. Who are you talking to? <laughs> oh man. So what's going on, man? We haven't done one of these in a long time. Yeah, we We're long overdue. Got a lot of stuff going on, actually, man. I've got uh, two new developments with supplements. The first one is I've got an estrogen blocker. The formula is complete. The formula is fucking badass. It is not only an estrogen blocker, but it's also a testosterone booster. So it, it can be used in addition to the testosterone booster I already have, or it can be used as a separate product, standalone product, or as an in-between product, meaning that with my aggressive strength testosterone booster, generally you take it eight weeks on and then you do a four-week off period. So you could actually take my estrogen blocker during that four-week off period, oh, or you can nice. take it at the same time you're on the testosterone booster because some people tend to, you know, you get a big increase in testosterone on my product. I mean, I, I had a guy go from 279 total to 879, which is awesome, but... The only negative there is that with that big of an increase in testosterone, there's a strong possibility of aromatization into estrogen. So you need to take some measures to block that. And generally what I'm recommending right now is a product called Myomin or Triozole, which are both really good estrogen blockers. Mine is going to be better than both of those when it comes out, but it's not going to come out for about three months. So those are, those are good products to take right now if you're having any issues with estrogen. And both women, men and women can take Myomin or Triozole. That's T-R-I-A-Z-O-L-E, which you can get at NutraPlanet.com. It's a good price there. Myomin you can get at EnergeticNutrition.com. And if you just type in Myomin, M-Y-O-M-I-N in Google, you'll get a lot of information about it. I know the formulators of both products. They're both stand-up guys, very knowledgeable guys. Both of them have created really good products. Trelzol is quite a bit more powerful than Myomin. So if you have moderate estrogen issues, Myomin is a great fit. If you're someone with severe estrogen issues, meaning you have, let's say, sensitive nipples or you're just holding a lot of lower body fat, you're, you're having mood issues and so forth, Trelzol is going to be a better fit for you. And I've had many people with estrogen issues take both products or one or the other with great results. So Myomin is definitely something that Every woman should be on, honestly, over the age of 30, because you definitely have hormone imbalances already happening, whether you feel it or not. And then triazole is something that men who are, have low testosterone, high estrogen, it's a great product. And it'll actually help drive up your testosterone, too. So you could actually take triazole with my testosterone booster for incredible results. I have a few friends and clients that are doing that. But my estrogen blocker is actually very similar to Trialzole. It has two of the same ingredients, and then it has a third ingredient, which is not in any supplement on the market right now, which not only 
acts as an aromatase inhibitor. It does it by increasing DHT only in men. So if women take it, it won't increase DHT. And DHT is several times more powerful than testosterone. It's what is really is what it's what really gives you the high sex drive, the better sex function. All of your masculine tendencies come from the DHT to a large extent. So DHT cannot be converted into estrogen. Testosterone can. So DHT is kind of the end of the line with male androgens. Testosterone, in a lot of ways, is a pro-hormone for DHT because DHT is way more powerful. DHT gets a bad rap because people often associate it with prostate enlargement or prostate cancer, and that's a very myopic way of looking at those issues. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named Dr. Moten, uh, I forget his name right now. I'll try to find it when, as, when you start talking, and we can discuss it later on the show. But it's Dr. Abraham. I forget his last name, but I'll find it when we, when we start talking more. He did some really good research and determined that all of the information that tries to pinpoint DHT as the culprit for prostate issues is totally erroneous and based on very flawed research. Now, people often also think of DHT as something that causes baldness. And that's also a very simplistic way to look at baldness. What happens is, is people that are prone to baldness is because of your genetics. It's not because of you, whether you have high DHT or not. There's plenty of bald guys with low DHT, and there's plenty of guys with a lot of hair in their head like me with high DHT. What happens, though, is when you have a genetic predisposition to being bald, DHT will have an affinity for your hair follicles, only if you have that genetic predisposition. Because, again, I have high normal DHT, my hairline starts in the middle of my forehead. I'm not going bald anytime soon. I'm 40. I'm not going bald anytime soon. So it's not just DHT. So basically, if you're going bald, it's because of your genetics. And what you can do, though, is take a product called Dercos, D-E-R-C-O-S, which is a gel that you put in your hair. So it actually protects your hair follicles from DHT, but it won't affect DHT production in the rest of your body. Because a lot of drugs out there that men take for baldness they lower DHT, which can lower their hair loss, but it also shuts down your sex drive, your mood, and you feel like total shit. So you may start, you may keep your hair, but you're going to feel like total crap. So, I mean, there was a study done with these guys in Italy, actually, where they gave them DHT gel. And what happened is these guys started losing their hair like crazy, but nobody wanted to get off the DHT gel because these were older men, like 50 or so. Their sex drive was back. Their sex function was back. These guys felt like a million bucks. Like, who cares about hair, man? I want to feel this way. So that was an interesting thing there. And that's with DHT gel, which I'm not recommending. I wrote about that in an article on my website, and I started getting emails from people going, where do I get this DHT gel? I go, I'm not recommending it or selling it. I can't sell it anyway if I wanted to. It's a hormone. I'm just trying to tell you how powerful DHT is by using the study as an example. So people often, anyway, we could do a whole show on DHT. I'll get this doctor to come on and we is could it, um, do a whole Q&A is, is it doctor, was it uh, Abraham, was uh, I think Morgan, Morgan Feller or? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And he has yeah. a great article on Life Extension about this whole flawed study and why DHT is not the culprit that it's made out to be. And hmm. often when I bring this up, it's usually bald guys who get really mad. You don't know what you're talking about. My <laughs> DHT does this. You don't get it. It's like, look, dude, read the article, man. Get over your myths about what's causing what. The whole thing right. with the... And the whole thing about how testosterone causes prostate cancer is ridiculous because it's the saturation method, okay? If I pour water into a plant, and that's, there's, there's, there's going to be a limit to how much I can keep going. So in other words, if I pour half a cup of water into a plant and that's all it needs, me pouring a bucket of water is not going to absorb, the plant's not going to absorb any more water. So right. prostate cancer only needs a little bit of testosterone to fuel it. 
So you could have low testosterone, and that's still going to be enough testosterone to fuel the prostate cancer. So whether right. your testosterone is low or high is irrelevant. As long as you're producing even a little bit of testosterone, that's all it needs to fuel it. Right. So the, the, the whole notion of let's just uh, guys with high testosterone are more likely to get this, that's not true at all. There's so many other factors involved with prostate cancer, such as inflammation, such as high estrogen, such as chemical overload, such as genetics, you know, way beyond my expertise. I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert on this, but I have done enough research to know that the traditional Western model on why it's caused is completely flawed. And we'll definitely get him as a guest to come on and just crush that myth once and for all. And this will be coming from a doctor, not me. Well, I'm just a researcher. I'm just a regular guy researching stuff. But we'll definitely get right. into that. But DHT right. is powerful stuff. And back to my estrogen blocker, this one herb, which I'm not going to mention because, again, no one has it on the market yet. And the last thing I need is some company stealing my thunder on it. But it's an Ayurvedic herb that increases DHT in men. And it won't take it beyond high normal levels. It just, produces, it just increases your own natural production of it. So it's not going to go off the scale. It also improves healthy cholesterol blood glucose levels, joint health, and a whole bunch of other things. And the other ingredients in my testosterone booster, or estrogen blocker rather, help with liver health, help with joint issues, glucose. I mean, so this goes way beyond just an estrogen blocker. It's like it has a lot of health benefits. So I can't wait to get it out there. Both men and women can take it. So I think it'll be mm. even, even right, right now my testosterone booster far and away is my biggest seller. I think my estrogen blocker has the potential to surpass that, which will be really interesting because, again, it can be taken as a standalone testosterone booster. It can be taken as an estrogen control product standalone. It can be taken in addition to my testosterone booster, and it can be taken by women as an estrogen control product as well. So mm -hmm. it's pretty exciting stuff. Can't wait to get it out there. Can't wait. Yeah. Nice, man. That's a nice all-in-one package right there. Yeah. So instead of having yeah. to buy just a bunch of supplements here and get this, buy this, buy this, buy this, and right. stack it all up, you get it all in one. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I'm going to keep it as pricely competitive as possible. I'm working on buying larger inventories of all my products so I can start trying to be a little bit more competitive with the pricing. Because I sell direct to customer, I don't have to increase it as much as a lot of people do. So I'm not trying to go through GNC or a vitamin shop. I have no, no desire to do that. I could care less. I'd rather just keep the price competitive keep the customer service high and have a direct relationship with my customers. And the second supplement I'm working on is remember power shot folks. Remember that, <laughs> that pre-workout yeah. drink that all of us loved. Well, I had a nice two hour discussion with Mark Phillippe last week, <laughs> stopped by his office and just had a chance to catch up. And then I talked about mm -hmm. how we should team up to make something way better than power shot was because I have quite a few ideas on an awesome pre-workout drink that would contain a host of cool things. It wouldn't have any stimulants in it, no caffeine, no uppers, nothing. So it would be a better version of PowerShot, which I know we can create. So Mark and I are going to work together on a formula. And when we feel like we have the formula finalized, we're going to look into production because I already have a company that can do it, a legit company that I've already been working with with my other supplements. So I already have a manufacturer in place. And that's the reason why Mark had to stop selling PowerShot is because he had, he had some problems with the designer and manufacturer of it. So right. there's, I can't get into that because it's some legal stuff he's dealing with. But right. basically, we can create a separate formula, call it a different name. I already have a cool name for it. And we can just go through a different manufacturer. And I'm going to take a lot of the heavy lifting off of Mark's hand so that we can move faster on this. And it'll, it'll be a joint product that the two of us put together. It's possible that my branding may be on what I sell. His branding may be on what he sells. Or we may do a joint branding. We'll figure that out at some other point. But – before the end of the year, we're going to have this product out there, and it's going to be badass. So, so if you like PowerShot, get excited because we're about to put together something way better 
that'll be out as soon as possible. Awesome, man. Yeah, because I've been getting emails from folks for the past, probably the last year, and they're always asking me, like, I guess because, just because we do a show together and we're friends, they think, like, well, let me ask Sincere about something concerning <laughs> Mike. You're like, I went to Mike's website. I can't find PowerShot anymore. I'm like, did you ask Mike? Yeah, well, exactly. Why did you go to you? <laughs> I'm like, what am I, the gatekeeper here? I'm not his virtual assistant. He's trying to keep everybody at bay from Mike or anything like that. And I'm just asking. But they're asking, like, what happened to PowerShot, man? I need PowerShot. I'm like, y'all are like crackheads, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there was an issue. There was an issue with the manufacturing or whatever. And so trust me, I, said, I, I saw it, too. Months ago, when I went to I went to Mike's site and nothing there, went to Mark's site, nothing there, and then we had Mark on our show, and he addressed the whole issue of what was going on with that. So it's funny. Pretty much after that show, I didn't get those emails anymore, but I do get like replies <laughs> like, "Man, I missed PowerShot. That was some good stuff." So hey, now there's an answer Something to that. Something better is on the way, folks. Something yes. way better is on the way. <laughs> Believe me, I've I've researched this for a while as well, and. I'm excited with what we're about. To, frankly, I'm excited to use it myself. That's where it always starts. You know, one thing yeah. about supplement formulating that people don't really get with me versus a lot of my competitors is, is I don't sell anything that I haven't benefited from personally. So if I'm not excited about it, I'm not selling it. There's been a lot of things that people will never know about that I test drive that I thought were going to become products that I just scrapped because it didn't work right. out. You know, the right. first couple of versions of the testosterone booster that I tried out didn't work well. So guess what? I didn't sell it to you guys because I'm not going to sell you something that I know doesn't work. <laughs> so right. I tried a couple formula. That's one of the reasons why it took so long is because I tried a couple combinations, didn't pan out the way I liked, finally came to the combination that worked well, which frankly, which, which ironically was the very first combination I ever did. I just wanted to see if I could make it better. And once I realized that I couldn't, I was like, fine, let's move forward with the original plan here. Now, some, maybe a year from now, I'll, I'll revamp the formula because I've found new research where I can improve it. Maybe, maybe not. Right now it's working great the way it is. But I'm always looking on how to improve things. But the one thing that is always going to be the underlying tone of anything I produce, whether it's a workshop, a supplement, a video, is I have to be genuinely excited about it. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. I don't just do stuff for money. And I, I get criticized quite a bit by people going, oh, that guy just wants to make money and so forth. I'm not going to lie and say that I don't like making money and that I don't like having a good lifestyle. And anyone who makes money who says they don't like making money is fucking lying to you. So that's number one, too. I like making good money. I'm not going to lie about it. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to fuck you over to make it. Right. And it really pisses me off when anyone accuses me of that because they don't know me and the integrity I have and how long I've been doing this. You know, I work my ass off to create great products, whether it's a video, a supplement, or a workshop. And I go the extra mile to make sure that satisfaction is guaranteed. That's why when someone takes my testosterone booster and they're not happy, they don't have to fill out a questionnaire to get a refund. I give them a refund easily. You know, I've only had like a 2% return rate. I've had even workshops. I've said, if you, if you take the yeah. workshop and you're not happy with it, I'll give you a refund. And out of all the years I've taught workshops, it happened one time at the boys are back in town. A guy after the first day said he just wasn't into it, gave him a refund. I didn't say, well, right. why not? And, you know, interrogate the guy for 30 minutes. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it really irritates me when I hear that crap because somehow making money is demonized. Like, oh, he's all about making money. Like, it's such a bad thing. It's like, well, I like making money. I like the lifestyle I have. I like being able to take care of people that are important to me. And I like being able to donate to causes like uh, Transitions Global and Melia Kaplan's Voice yeah. for Animals. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm never going to apologize for being a guy who's a smart businessman and makes good money and has a good lifestyle. So, I mean, anyone who's expecting me to apologize for that, can they can go fuck themselves and <laughs> And if they want to get bitch slapped, they can say it to me in person. We can go that route too. You know, <laughs> so that's, that's that's my take on that. Bit. 
Oh, man. And, and here's the one thing. Here's the takeaway here, folks. You want to buy supplements. You want to buy a product from someone who has themselves been the glorified guinea pig with that product. You don't want to, have some, you don't want to buy some, someone that you can look at them and clearly tell, oh, well, obviously he's not using the product. You, know, you, can also, you can pretty much tell just by the things they say about their product. And, again, yeah, you can only carry a lie for so long before the truth comes out. So if they right. really did use this product on themselves, they have – they have a lot of experiences and situations that they can explain to you when I did it this way, when I did it this way, when I did it that way. When I was taking it this, it was doing this, it was doing this. And guess what? They're not, we talked about this on the last show about lies. One thing about it, when you can tell the truth, you can always remember that. So you right. can keep telling that story over and over. It'll, it'll never change. It'll never right, change. Exactly. With that lie, it's always a modification of the last thing you said. Well, wait a minute. Well, you said last time you did it, it did this for you. Right. Oh, that was right. the first time. That exactly. was the first time I took it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Okay. Exactly. So that's the thing. And I see a lot of people out there pushing supplements. Then, and I look at them, and I'm like, "There's no possible way that you're taking this and it's doing that for you, because you don't look like these results you're telling me that it's going to give someone." So stop your freaking lying. And then a lot of times, because I know Mike does a lot of research on this stuff, I'll send stuff over like, "Dude." Is this enough of this to make this actually do what it's promised to do? And a lot of times, no, it's not. It's just usually just a bunch of stuff stacked together, proprietary blends, which I love that phrase, which right. is basically like we're not going to tell you how much we're using or if we're using it at all, but it's proprietary, which is like <laughs> it's kind of like the, the, the government. That's classified. Well, okay. to, be on, to be honest, and uh, you know, anyone who bought, who's bought my testosterone booster knows that it's, it's a proprietary blend as well. And, and to be perfectly honest, I was reluctant to make it a proprietary blend for the reasons you're just mentioning. And the advice I got from good friends of mine in the business is that, look, the reason why you want to do a proprietary blend is because if you feel like you have something really good, people are going to rip it off. That's just going to happen. Right. Now, you don't want to make it easy for them to do it. So if you have the exact if you have the exact numbers on the label, mm-hmm. other supplement companies can rip you off easily. Customers can just try to bio-manufacture it themselves. In other words, buy three separate products and put it right. together. You know, that, that'll happen. And then, so basically, if someone wants to rip you off, they, they're gonna, they can do it, but don't make it easy for them. So in other words, if someone right. wants to rip off my testosterone booster, they have to buy a bottle of it and then reverse engineer it, you know, take it to a lab and see what the ingredients are. So that makes it difficult. <laughs> you know? right. that, that, that's a pain in the ass. So, I mean, it's highly unlikely anyone's going to do that anytime soon, especially because I'm a small fish in a huge pond. I mean, what I make selling supplements is a joke. There's the big supplement companies out there make more in a day than I make in a year selling supplements. So it's, it's, I'm not, it's not like I'm on anyone's radar. But at the same time, it makes extra sense to protect myself. Now, well, people, people will counter that and go, well, if we don't know how much is in it, then, then how do we know it's any good? Well, the, here's, the, here's, the, here's the sad reality, folks, that I hate to break to you. Even if a supplement company lists the exact amounts on in the bottle. That doesn't mean that's what's in there. People lie all the time about that. There's been many supplement companies that, whether it's a protein powder or a multivitamin, where they've done lab analysis and what's on the label does not match what's in the product. Sometimes these pre-workout drinks have three times more caffeine than what's labeled on the bottle. Right. Sometimes they have three times less of something that you want in there, like tyrosine or acetylcarnitine or whatever it is to save a couple bucks. So proprietary blend does not mean it's a scam, and not having a proprietary blend does not mean that it's free of being a scam. The right. way that you know it's a good product, you have to trust the company you're buying from. So with, whether, if you buy my testosterone booster, it means that you trust me. It means that you trust me to have done the research to put the exact amounts in there that are perfect for getting the results you want, and that you're just going to have to trust me with that. If you don't trust me, don't buy the product. It's that simple. Now, don't buy a product from anyone if you don't trust them. 
So that's just my attitude with that is, you know, other than people are like, well, how come your magnesium oil has the things listed on there? It's like, well, one, those are vitamins. I have to list it on there. I can't do a proprietary blend of zinc and magnesium and not tell you how much it is. You know, FDA regulations, you have to list vitamins and minerals for the exact amount that's in there. That's number one. Number two, I'm not concerned about, first of all, the company that makes it for me, I have an exclusive deal with them. So they're not going to make it for you, even if, even if you want to. You're going to have to go to one of their competitors and try to have it done. So again, I'm not concerned as much about that. And, uh, you know, same thing with Restorezyme is a proprietary blend as well, because the people that made Vitalzyme, or, or sorry, Exelzyme, the company that made mm -hmm. Exelzyme, that's their formula. And mine is basically their formula with a potent source of ginger added into it for extra benefit. So they want to protect their formula. I want to protect my formula. What it comes down to is whether you trust the person that's selling it. Right. So whenever you buy a supplement, not even a supplement, whether it's a workshop or a video, like if you buy Sincere's video, you have to trust him that it's good. You have to trust him that he's not selling you some bullshit that's going to get you hurt. Right. Because you may not know enough to know whether you should trust him. Or, I mean, not, you, may, you may not know enough to know whether the information is going to hurt you or not. So you have to trust him that it won't. So that's it really it's just what it comes down to is in, in life – we have to trust a lot of times. When I get on a plane yeah. to fly somewhere, I have to trust the pilot not to crash yeah. the fucking plane. Yeah, while yeah. he's not going to be Denzel yeah. Washington in flight. He's not just yeah. having an all-night binger with some hooker in Vegas, yeah. and then you know he's he's barely staying awake. And yeah, right. you got to just trust. Him. And it's funny, we you go talk, to a restaurant, you have to trust that they're not going to spit in your food or fuck or up your meal not, on purpose. Or they're not you know they're I mean? not taking a part of, of the movie Waiting. They're doing the whole little goat sequence and they're rubbing yeah. it on the balls. Do, do you buy <laughs> do you buy dinner at a restaurant? Without well, and 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 insist on knowing every single thing that's into it. kind of olive oil. Use that back there. I want to see a list of everything. No, no one does that because you right. trust restaurants. I mean, it's like that in life. A lot of times we have to trust people. You go to your doctor, you have to trust that he or she knows what the hell they're talking about. You get on a plane, you have to trust that the pilot's going to get you to where you want to go. You know that that's life, man. So you, so hopefully you pick the right people and you trust them. You do your research and then you find people with high integrity that don't want to that have a history of not screwing people over. Right, exactly, man. That's always funny. I mean, you and I were talking about this a few weeks ago, and then we wanted to bring this up on the Q&A show, just how much we trust people, man, without even right. thinking about it. And I always laugh when someone's like, I don't trust anyone. You're trusting me right now not to punch you in the mouth for making that <laughs> statement. I mean, yeah, honestly, exactly. you really are trusting me right now. Well, he's like, trusting you by saying that in front of you. He's trusting that <laughs> you're not going to go tell people that or whatever. I always laugh at people say that, too. <laughs> It's hilarious. I don't trust anybody. Like oh, they, they've watched the X Files one too many times. Trust no one. It's like yeah. okay, or yeah, watch how, too much. See how far you get in life with that concept, man. I mean, exactly. think about how many things you have to do in life where you have to trust people. I mean, you you can't even walk out the door and get in your car without some trust, man. You have exactly. to trust the car's not going to break down. You have to. You can't rent a house without trusting that. Because you know the realtor is showing you the right place, or the house doesn't have toxic fumes in it. You know what I mean? There's so much. There's so much trust that we put out there on a daily basis that. If you live your life like trust no one, you're going to be a miserable person. You're not going to do anything, man. You're not going to have any friends. You're not going to have a job. You're not going to have anything. So yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Even when you're sitting, you're sitting in your home, sitting there by yourself because you don't trust anyone, you're trusting that someone's not going to drop a bomb on your house or run into your house or set your house on fire. You're trusting that people around you are not batshit crazy and they're going to, they know that you're inside and they're going to just sit there and burn the house down with you in it. So guess what? You trust somebody. You don't want to admit it, but you're trusting someone at all times. So right. shut up with that. Just stop. Right. Stop and think about the things you say. Change your language. Right. <laughs> you know, just, we just say things because it sounds so clever. I don't yeah, trust I, I, anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand having to be guarded in life. I mean, we yeah. all have to do that to a point. But, I mean, you take it to an extreme, then forget it. It's kind of like what you were talking about with the lies. I mean, if you're in a relationship where you've created this construct that's a total fabrication of who you are, 
And then, and you have to uphold that fabrication. You're not going to be able to sustain that forever. Your true self is going to burst out at some point. So you might as well right. just get it out from the get-go. Like our guest, our, our guest earlier this week, Drock, talked about that. You know, you might as well just be yourself completely for the first 60 days because if you can be yourself completely for the first 60 days and the, and the girl still wants to be with you, then you've got to keep her. Yep. If you have to make a lie the whole time, then she doesn't even know who she's with. You don't even know right. who you're with. She's lying too. So you're, and then you hear those famous words. Bunch of liars. You hear, the, you hear those words. I don't even know who you are anymore. You didn't know who I was in the beginning because <laughs> that wasn't who I was. So and that person was lying. Yeah, I go, you know who I am, Mahler, Mike, Mahler. <laughs> you know, double wink and, uh, you know, take a puff on my cigar. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's, I mean it, it's, it's, you got to be authentic. I mean, even when, when people ask me for business advice, right, like a lot of people come to us on, you know, you guys are successful fitness professionals. And the first thing I always say is I came out of the gate very honest about who I am. I came up with a business title which expresses my personality. I I came out of the gates with this is how I like to train. These are the kind of people that are a fit for me. I, I wrote in a very honest style. So I, I attracted people that like that. And I pissed off people that don't like that. And when I made mistakes along the way, I, I admitted those. I mean, people said, oh, hey, Mike, remember when you used to recommend pressing kettlebells on an endo board? I was like, yeah, I do. I was a fucking idiot then. They're like, oh, I bet you wouldn't want those photos to get out. I was like, whether I want them to get out or not, they're all over the web. So you're going to find them whether I like it or not. The difference right. is, is I, don't, I don't try to bury that or deny it. I was like, hey, I was playing around with something back then. It didn't pan out. Thank God I never taught it to anybody or made a video on it. That would have really right. sucked. But uh, we right. all make mistakes in life, man. The, the key is, that's one of the talking points for today is, you know, it's not, it's not making mistakes that's the problem. The problem is, is not admitting you've made mistakes and not learning from making right. mistakes and not doing anything to make up for mistakes to others. You know, if sometimes... Sometimes you screw over someone by accident. It's not your fault, right? Something just didn't go right, and as a result, your customer gets screwed over. Now, if you're smart, you're going to go the extra way to make things right. I'll give you right. An yeah, I'll give you an example. I tried to do a course in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and uh, it came down to the wire where it just wasn't going to pan out. But I was so busy with a bunch of stuff, I didn't realize, oh, crap, you know, we're past that 30-day window where I like to cancel stuff. You know, it's only like three weeks until this course in Hawaii, but – I only have like three people signed up. So if I buy a right. ticket now and go out there, it's going to be a total wash. So I emailed each person and said, look, I hate to do this, but I got to cancel the course. I'm giving you a full refund. Okay, well, one, one guy was cool about that. The other guy's like, well, look, you know, my wife and I planned this a while back. So, I mean, we can't get refunds on our tickets. We're already going out there. And I was like, well, look, here's what I'm going to do. Send me an invoice with what your tickets cost. If you can't cancel the hotel, let me know that too. That you should be able to cancel. But sometimes you buy package deals where you can't cancel. So if that's the case, right. you know, send me all that information and I'll cover the cost of that. So I don't want to leave you hanging. And, and this guy was so appreciative of that. He's like, you know what? We decided to go anyway. We're just going to have a nice vacation we haven't done in a while. And I was like, well, look, next time I do a course that you want to attend, you guys are coming as my guests because I appreciate you being cool about this whole thing. But they appreciated me being cool about the whole thing because a lot right. of companies just said, oh, well, too bad. Right. You know, my attitude was, no, these, these, going to Hawaii is not cheap. And no. these people were going out there mainly for my course, and, and now, now they, they have to cancel, and they're not going to get their money back. That's my fault because they trusted me to do the course. And now that I'm not doing the course, I have to take responsibility for that. So anyway, that's just an example of what I'm talking about, man. You, know, you, you, right. you have to go the extra mile. Some people are like, oh, that would have cost you a lot of money. I was like, yeah, you know what it would have done to my reputation if I didn't yeah. do that? And that's People priceless. Gonna, <laughs> your reputation yeah, exactly. is priceless. You can't put a price on your reputation because you can't get a refund on that. Right. You know, once that's sold, it's a wrap, son. Your 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 rep is screwed, and you you, you just find, find customers, something else. Exactly. I look at my customers as, as my customers as my friends as well. Put 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 this. Put this into another context where those two people are family members or close friends. What are you going to do right. then? 
Right. right? Are you going to screw them over? No, you're going to do what I just said. So do it for everybody. You know, someone, <laughs> someone paid for my, yeah, hopefully. But I mean, someone buys something for me there. I don't take that shit lightly, man. You know, I, I'm very aggressive with promoting my business and selling stuff, but that doesn't mean that when someone buys something for me, I, I just treat them like they're nobody. I take that very seriously that they're trusting me and I want to make sure it's a good experience. You know, whatever it is, whether it's a video, an ebook, a workshop, a nutrition supplement, it's very important to me that that person has a good experience. Yep. So yeah, there's some, there's some business of life tips 101 right there. Not just business right. as itself, but that's life because life is a business and you have to treat people such. So guess what? The people you encounter in everyday life, they're not interchangeable between that and customers. It's the same thing. What you're trying to do is build a relationship. And you can't build a relationship if you're screwing over people just to try to get some type of, type of monetary gain or just try to get ahead and try to climb up, you know, above them or whatever. You're going to eventually fall because you're not going to have shit to stand on. You don't right. have a foundation whatsoever. So you're going to bust your ass every time and you're going to have to start square one. And nine times out of ten, like I was saying about the reputation, once you screw your reputation in that one industry, change your name and go do something else because you're <laughs> done. You're yeah, done. Rap, man. You're that's done because everyone, trust me, nothing gets out there faster. Nothing spreads faster than something negative. Right. Okay, that's the reason why so many people are caught up in watching the news every day and they're watching reality TV because there's so much negativity with it. People are just enthralled by that. But anything that's positive, it doesn't get much play. It doesn't get much play. It's, very, it's a small group that's really, really into that compared to those who are really into the negative because the negative distracts them from the negative stuff that's going on in their own lives. So right. don't become that person that enables somebody to be distracted with their own crappy stuff that's going on in their life. Don't enable right. them by doing something crappy as well because they're going to focus on that. <laughs> so give them something positive, some type of positive outlook or whatever, and, and do something good. So they're like, you know what? I'm tired of living a crappy life. I'm, you know, maybe I should be doing some good because I feel a little out of place you know, trying to be around this guy. So, right. yeah. So right. let you up and get your stuff together, man. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, man. It's so true. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, it's, it's funny also because it kind, of, it kind of makes me think about it. Like another talking point we have is that I think a lot of people feel like they're, they, they can't get excited about anything because they're adults now. It's like, oh, I don't want to act like a kid. You know, it's, it's, it, that's childlike to get excited about something. So when they see someone excited about something, they just automatically assume it's bullshit or hype or like, oh, like he's just trying to hype it up. You know, that's why he's so excited when he talks about it because he can't possibly be genuinely excited about stuff because we're all adults now. You know, right. once, once you're over the age of 30, it's, you're supposed to just be this uh, sourpuss face walking around, cynical about life. And you know, I never want to be that person with old man energy. And I've met people in their 20s who have old man energy talking about how nothing's going to work out. Like, you're 20 right. fucking two, and you're like, the world sucks, and nothing's going to work out. It's like, no, dude, you suck. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is your mentality sucks. You're, you're too young to be so cynical, to be such an idiot. Right. Now, I've been all over the world, and I've seen a lot of fucked up shit, you know, human suffering on a high level and so forth. And that, can, that kind of stuff can make you cynical. But, but, but who, who's that helping? Is it helping the people that you saw suffering? Is it helping you? No. Do something about it. You know what right. I mean? That should be, you know, when, when, when we don't do something about problems, that's when it's stressful. When, when James Pond and Athena were at home watching a 2020 special about, you know, human trafficking, it really stressed him out, you know, really bothered right. him to the point where he's like, man, I can't get this out of my mind. And we got to do something about it. He felt compelled. Imagine if he never did anything about it. Probably would have had high blood pressure and health issues by now from harboring right. that. But he, he had the balls to say, screw this corporate lifestyle bullshit. We don't need all this crap from Crate and Barrel in our house. Let's sell the house. Let's sell everything. Let's take the kids, move to Cambodia. Let's do some real good. You know, and that's the fast story of it. James obviously right. has, you know, told the story on our show early in its inception. But that's an example of a guy who took all that energy, that adrenaline, and actually did something with it. When you don't do anything with it, that's when it's stressful. Like when you're, 
when someone puts you in a state where you're, you have a lot of negativity and you just harbor it, that's extremely unhealthy for you. It's going to jack up your cortisol. It's going to jack up all your adrenal hormones. It's going to shut down your testosterone because now you're in that fight-flight mechanism state. And a lot of people walk around just harboring anger, resentment, piss off. You know, they just harbor that shit, try to bury it because they feel that it's, it's not manly to discuss it or talk about it or to address it. It's like, well, I'll tell you what's not manly is not taking charge of your life. Right. No, you need to take charge. You need to take charge of your life. So, I mean, it's it's and this is just as important for women as well. A lot of a lot of women have a hard time moving forward because they're they're also harboring a lot of this guilt and resentment and, you know, things that happen to them when they're children. It's, It's amazing that, you know, what happens to you in the first, let's say, five, six years of your life has such an impact on the rest of your life. You could go through a trauma when you're five that still haunts you when you're 50 if it's not addressed. And it will. I mean, if, if you've been through personal traumas, you know, whatever it is, you've you got to get that result because you're never going to be able to move on with the rest of your life if you don't. You're just kidding yourself if you think otherwise. Yeah, you just can't ignore it. Just like, oh, it'll go away or I'm over that. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. You, you, just can't, you just can't decide, like, I'm over it. No. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a decision. <laughs> like, you know. That's the kind you. of thing Tony Robbins tries to do at his events. Like, someone will be like, oh, you know, I was molested when I was five. I was raped here. And Tony's like, well, just make a decision that it's not, it doesn't define you and it's over. And that's all nice and good, man. And, you know, I understand the, the intent of what he's saying. But, but, that's but it's, point not, B. it's not that simple either. Man. Wait, that's that point simple. B. That's point B. And, you know, the actual event itself is point A. And what he said is point B. But there's shit in between point A and B. If you go, you go back to math class, there's, if you go on a graph, there's A1, A2, A3. There's steps to get there. It's just like, oh, I've decided I mean, I'm no longer going to just think about when I was molested. You're like, okay, about, what have you done about it? Here's the thing about that stuff. You're never going to get over it, ever. That's, no. that's the you have to accept. You're never going to get over it. It's always going to be something that bothers you. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is it doesn't have to define your life. That's where Tony's right. You can take all that negative. You can take any negative thing that's ever happened to you in your life and turn it into a positive. And honestly, that's the only way to move forward from it. Exactly. So you, you don't want to have this illusion that, you know what, I'm over it now. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it does. A lot of things still bother me that I've been through. I mean, you know, my face hey. got burned when I was fucking 30 snowboarding and I'm scarred for the rest of my life. Now, most days it doesn't bother me at all, to tell you the truth. I, I kind of I like the way I look now with the black and white goatee and so forth. But every once in a while, you know, someone's staring or I'm just having a bad day and the combination of that and someone going, whoa, look at that guy's face, really pisses me off. I'm not going to lie about it, but it's not going to ruin my life. But I'm not going to try to just suppress that anger and not do anything. I mean, sometimes when someone's looking a little bit too long, I'll be like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I'll just throw it back <laughs> up. Yeah, these are being rude. I understand like someone does a double take because they're like, whoa, I haven't seen that before. When a kid stares, I don't need, that doesn't bother oh, me yeah, at all. A kid, I'll, you know? <laughs> I'll kind of smile back at them and give them a thumbs up, and then they kind of laugh a little bit, you know. But when, when it's an adult who's just like, you know, just like staring like they can't believe what they're seeing, it's like, well, what, well, who made you so fucking perfect? Dumb or, or the thing is, either take a picture and last longer or just ask me. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't, if you don't mind me asking, can, can, what happened? And then if I do mind, I'm like, none of your business. <laughs> you know, and keep it moving. Well, I've had that, that happen before. I've had that happen before. In fact, you know, sometimes it's like a, people use it as like a pickup line. It's like, especially <laughs> like I've told you before, you know, black women love me. I get hit on by black women like 100% of the time more than any other woman out there. Probably 100% so, I mean, more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's often used as a line. It's like, oh, and they're like, oh, I just got to tell you, you know, I love your birthmark and your black and white goatee. And I'll be like, oh, actually, it's not a birthmark. You know, this happened. They'll be like, wow, well, it looks good on you. I just got to tell you that. It just looks so good on you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that. I'm not gonna lie, man. That stuff makes me feel good too. I've had that happen a couple times where I'm like, man, that was cool. You know, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. 
I was like, let's have that happen again. Where can I go where that's going to happen again? Where, where, what, places, where, what places can I go to where that's going to come So, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. But, I, but what I, where I'm trying to go is, like, people have contacted me before about, you know, uh, how do you deal with this whole Vita Ligo thing? I read your article. And, you know, first thing is what I have is not Vita Ligo. It's very similar in the way it looks. But what I have is called a coal burn, meaning that basically I, I had an autoimmune response to a, a very bad sunburn, and it, it affected just my face and neck. So I don't have that deep pigmentation all over my body. So in case you're wondering, ladies, my balls don't have that, in case that was something that you've been really curious about. You know, I, I know that's something that people ask at zero all the time because they're afraid uh, to ask me. It's just like, I'm like, why would I know? I'm like, how the hell would I know? And why the hell would I care? Just like this doctor. Like oh, doctor. I look at my own balls. Why do I want to know what other man's balls look like? Come on, man. It's like that doctor I went to years ago when I first got this condition. And he's like, oh, this is going to start spreading everywhere. It's probably going to go to your balls and asshole next. And I'm like, well, uh, I don't, you know, can we move it from my face there? Because I don't mind there so much. And I was like, what a fucking jack off. It's just cracking me up. But anyway, what I tell people is I've had people, both men and women, say, you know, this thing has paralyzed them from living. Like, I had, a, I had a young guy tell me that this started happening to him when he was like, uh, oh, but just to finish off my cold burn, it's not going to spread anywhere on my body. Basically, vitiligo starts off as a very white, small white spot, and then it starts getting bigger, and it spreads across the body until, you know, like over 50% of your body may be affected by it. And then, and then you, you have the option to get, basically, your skin bleached so that it looks all the same color. Like, there's a UFC fighter, Scott Jurgensen, who did that recently. Yeah. He had Vitaligo everywhere. And if you look at him fighting now, he's all one color because he just went ahead and got that bleached. You know, it's what Michael Jackson did, too. But I don't think he did it because he had Vitaligo. Yeah, but that's another yeah. story. <laughs> that's a, that's I, another I, think, story. I think there was one too many pops from Joe Jackson in the belt and carrying the bricks in the front yard when they're messing up. And, and, <laughs> and playing with Ben the Rat and all this. It's a whole lot of other stuff, I feel like, that played a big part in that madness, man. Absolutely. <laughs> That's and, a different you know, so show. People have emailed me and just said they're paralyzed, but they, they, they can't go out. They're very insecure. Like, you know, this guy hasn't had a date in years because he just, he's very insecure about how he looks. And when he talks to women, he's very insecure about it. He feels like people are staring at him all the time. You know, I've had women tell me the same things who have Vitaligo. And I, I, I can relate to all of that, so I understand exactly where they're coming from. But here's the thing you have to realize is that if you, if you have confidence, it, no one's going to care about any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, if you have consummate confidence, you just walk out there like you're genuinely confident. And, you, you, and it, it may be something that you kind of have to, it's like a learned skill. You know, you may just not feel it. But if, if you're confident in who you are, your achievements, your life, in other words, then your outward appearance is not going to be as, it's not going to matter as much to people. And you're, it's going to matter a lot less to you as well because of all the other achievements you have. You know, your yeah, business, going well, your workouts are good. So, I mean, Focus on building confidence in things you can take charge of, and the things you can't will matter a lot less. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're probably great at a lot more things than that one thing that's a little bit of a setback. It's not even a setback. Okay, it's yeah, just, really. and the one thing about it, if you, did, if you did have a skin disorder or something like that, that's not who you are. You're not your freaking skin. You, right. you're, hopefully you're a lot more than that. And if you base your entire life over one little blemish, then you got to really take a deeper look at your life, man. Obviously, you need some more things to go on in your life if that's what you're based on. And and on the flip side of that, if you're someone who, someone, you know, the majority of people say you're beautiful or you're handsome or whatever, and all you're doing is going on your good looks, then you too need to dig deep and find something else that's going on with you because what happens if you do get a scratch on your face or you do get a skin disorder and you're no longer considered beautiful by most, 
then your your world will come crashing down. Dude. So you got to look beyond all that. Stuff. No, all this stuff, uh, it just is. It just is. You know, when it's gone, it is, yeah. so what? Who cares? Yeah, parents, yeah, exactly. If you got all this money, guess what? Here's the thing. Somebody, it's funny. I saw a post on Facebook. Someone showed the picture of some dude, lavish life, bunch of cars out in front of a big mansion. Then it showed like a village in Kenya. They have dirty water and all this. But then the bottom two pictures under both of those photos is an open grave. He said, at the end of the day, we're not that different. We're going to all end up <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. same place. We're all going to the same place, man. <laughs> exactly. Like it or not. So true. So true. That's a great, a great analogy. You know, it's funny that you bring up the whole uh, beautiful, beautiful people trying to just post pictures of themselves all day long to get compliments from strangers because we make fun of that all the time. You know, Sincere and I rip on that all the time. And don't worry, people. We're not going to start naming you on a list. But we may actually, if you don't stop that behavior, we may just for your own benefit, we may just start calling you out. Look, that we're, doing this, we're doing this. You know, you know, my, my testosterone to estrogen ratio is really optimal these days. That's why I've been a lot more aggressive on the show. I've been taking my T-booster and my E-blocker. So I'm, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, man. We're calling people out. But anyway, well, uh, we'll give you guys the chance to change your behavior before we just start naming names there. But first of all, we're at a comedy event uh, this past weekend, which was hilarious, man. Mike Gapps, really cool guy, very funny dude. But there was a guy who opened up before him. I forget his name now, but he had a really funny bit about what he calls post-it bitches. So these are women that just post pictures of themselves on Facebook all day long, scantily clad. You know, here's me in the, in the, in the bathroom with uh, just my panties on. You know, here's me hanging out on the couch with a G-string on, you know. Here's me going to the pool with uh, my bikini on. And it's like totally self-indulgent and, and just, uh, just shows some serious insecurities. It's like, okay, right. we get it. You're a hot chick. Now what the fuck are you going to do? You know what I mean? Do you have a brain in there too? Because you apparently you don't have to keep doing this bullshit. And, and don't give me this crap about how, you know, you're using your looks to build something else. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because it's not effective. You know, if you're trying to build a fitness business, women don't want to see that. You're not going to get female clients with that because it, it's, it's, it's just not appealing to women. You're too full of yourself. And the only guys that are going to come to you are guys that are trying to date you or bang you. And that's the sad reality. And you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're going to track, yeah. You're, you're sending yeah. the message out there. You're tracking assholes. So don't ever yeah. and don't don't put those out there and think like you know and come back complaining like I can I can't find a real man. Where are all the good guys? Well, guess what they're not doing. They're not looking at your photos, hitting like and leaving comments about oh god I'd hit that oh that ass though. You know that's the guy that you really want to like. Is that a real man? Is that the man you're looking for? Because guess what? He's in it for one thing, but that's also the message that's been thrown out the world. Why why can't I wear what I want and have to worry about that? Okay, uh, here's the thing, but it's a Facebook. Yeah. I can see if you were in the privacy of your own home with your guy or something like that. But Correct. when you consistently – there's one thing to feel good about your body, but there's another thing when you're just pretty much showing that this is all that I am. This is, I'm just my body. Okay, and guess what? Guys, you're not – we're not leaving you out too because all the dudes that sit there, you, every picture you got your freaking shirt off yeah, and, you're exactly. all, and you're all greased up and you're taking pictures in the bathroom. It's funny. There's another meme I saw on, on Facebook. It was um, a red fox. He goes, you know, back in my day, I remember when a bathroom, I, I remember a bathroom was used to taking a shit, not taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll, I'll be honest, man. I've had, I've had two shirtless pics myself, and here's why I put them up. Okay, okay I, I that, two, hold on. How many pictures I, do you have of yourself on the Internet, though? Let's look at the ratio. No, 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 I no. Some, I, mean, I, got it, a, I got a couple of shirtless pictures, too, but you know what? When your ratio... Well, no, I mean, in our line of work, it's kind of like you have you to show a group. You got to show a group. Well, also, I wanted to, some people were like, oh, I bet Mike's got a gut under there. He never has his shirt off. He's always wearing a shirt. And I was like, fuck you guys, man. I'm not 5% body fat like some fucking model, but I'm fucking like 10, 11% body fat. And I train for power, man. So I'm definitely not sloppy with my shirt off. So that was kind of my whole take on that is like, yeah, here's what I look like, okay? I'm not trying to be Mr. Perfect. I don't care about having super low body fat. I care about feeling great. And so I'm, whatever my body fat is, as long as I feel great, that's all that matters. Because my sex drive is high. My mood is good. 
I'd rather have 12% body fat and feel great every day than have 6% body fat and feel like shit. And I can say that from personal experience. You know, when your body fat gets too low as a guy, you're going to feel like crap. There's guys who yeah. are naturally 6% body fat without any effort, like our friend Steve Cotter is like that. So, I mean, right. but that's Steve Cotter. That's not me. That's not Sincere Hogan or Mike yeah. Mahler. Now, can I get to 6% body fat? Yeah, I've got to weigh around like 175, and which is not a good body weight for me for power yeah. and strength. And I've been there, and I, I feel can't. Like shit. I feel yeah. like crap back then, but you know, right. one thing about it, yeah, I was body fat was super duper low at that time, but I don't feel I'm no, I was nowhere as strong as I am now, and nowhere. I, you know, I would take strength any day besides you exactly. know, just function, look, man, or looking like out. a perceived how something should be perfect, and you know, it should be like two percent body fat, blah, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, you know what, that dude is not going to be a happy camper. He's no. he's grouchy. He's not eating for the most part, and he's he's probably tired of chicken and chicken breast and broccoli every freaking day and brown rice, <laughs> you know? So yeah. And, and a, and a woman who is, let's say a woman who is, you know, got a good physique, but she's not so self-indulgent. That's, that's all he folks. That's all she focuses on. That's way more attractive than some chick who's trying to be like fucking 8% all year round, but that's all she yeah. thinks about. Every two seconds, you've got to compliment her abs, otherwise she's going to have a hissy fit. You know, nobody, nobody wants to be around that insecure bullshit. Let me tell you what's super duper sexy folks, men and women confidence keep your six, you can have your eight pack if you're if you're freaking insecure keep it but if you're confident who cares you in fact you probably have to show your six pack be like okay and so what if i did show you my six pack so what that's what i'm talking yeah, about yeah that's why when you yeah. see a fat guy with a gut and a good looking woman and you're, the first thing people always think is oh i bet he's got a lot of money a lot of times that's not the case what he has is confidence he actually <laughs> had the balls to go ask her out for a date maybe he's a cool guy to hang out with too where she's like you know what this guy's fun. He's intelligent. He's not all full of himself where he has to you know, work out his abs every five seconds. You know, and he had confidence. He actually had the balls to go ask his girl out, man. So, I mean, don't, don't, don't put somebody down and assume you know what's going on when you see people out there. I always laugh at stuff like that, too. Oh, how'd that guy pull that off? Well, I'll tell you how he pulled it off by going out there and doing it instead of talking like a dipshit like you are right now. <laughs> You know, watching him do it, okay? You want to be him or you want to be the guy looking at him being jealous? Because <laughs> jealous is the, is the most wasted emotion in the world. You know, Chin Ding Chu basically said, jealous is, the, is a wasted emotion because if you wanted what the other person you have that you're coveting, you would go and get it. You know, right. The fact is you don't really want it. So just accept the fact that you don't want it. And then you don't have Amen. to be jealous. You don't have it's to be jealous simple. of other people's success. And just to put it in a more simpler uh, American way of looking at things. Look, dude, you're either in the stands being a sideline fan talking about what you would do if you were coaching, or you're actually down on the fucking field playing the game, you know, and putting it all out there to win. Okay, <laughs> so so we're going to go ahead and, and wrap up, folks, there. We've given you a lot to think about, as usual, and we like to go on these rants. You know, we do, uh, one thing about our show is, uh, you know, we had a guest recently, or, or a guest who wants to be on the show, rather, or, or rather that we wanted to be on the show, and Mm-hmm. This guy made us go through too many bells and whistles, man. It's like, well, how much website traffic do you guys have? And how much social media do you have? And how much YouTube do you have? And, and then, you know, I was like, all right, I'll answer all of this stuff. Okay, I'll play a game here. And then the final straw was, okay, we need every question that you're going to ask sent ahead of time so we can prepare. I was like, forget it. You know what? Our show is not like that. We have a very relaxed conversational style. It's not just me and Sincere being fanboys asking people questions. Honestly, when, we, when we've had shows like that in the past, they weren't my favorite episodes. Like, no. for example, when we had Bruce Buffer come on, he didn't even know who the fuck we were. Now, before, you guys didn't hear that, but before we even came on, before we came on the show, we were talking before we started recording, and Bruce is like, you know, what are your guys' names again? And I was like, fuck <laughs> that shit, man. You, can't, you didn't even research our web, you know? I've never had done an interview with someone without researching what they're all about. Right. So I'm educated. And to me, I was like, come on, dude. Now, he was a nice guy on the show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing Bruce under the bus. But 
But that's not the kind of show I like doing because it was just us asking him questions and not him asking us anything because he didn't know anything about us. And that's boring for us. It's boring for you as a listener. I think we want a conversational style show like what we did with Drock and Ben Greenfield and Peter Rouse and Charles Poliquin. You know, those are conversational shows where it's like the three of us are hanging out at a restaurant having a meal. That's what we want to do. So when someone tries to get all formal with us and say, here's what you can talk about, here's what you can't talk about, I want a list of every question you're going to ask, no, go fuck yourself, dude. You're not coming on our show. Don't act like you're doing us a favor. You know I mean? Yeah, we're doing no. you a favor. We've got a good fucking show here, and we've got some major traction. We both have serious website traffic. We've got a crap load of downloads. You know, this is not our first week anymore. We've got some major traction here. So it's, we appreciate anyone who comes on the show, but don't come, up, don't come at us with that stuck-up energy bullshit because we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah, it's like, you know, that's not the format of our show, and that's not what our listeners want to hear. They don't, want, they don't want this to be 20, 20, or 60 minutes or any other yeah, show exactly. with a bunch, or, 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 or any other news show with a bunch of numbers in it. Okay, right. so, you know, that's, that's the thing, man. Just come here. Be relaxed. You can, you can let your guard down. Be yourself. You don't have to put on those airs like on a lot of these podcasts. I hear a lot of these shows, and I hear some of these folks that they bring the guests on, like, I said, I know that guy is suffering right now because the host is like, well, tell me when you did this, this, and this. And then, <laughs> and hold on, and then, and then the guest answers that question, and it, but it's kind of open-ended where it should be a conversation to follow, but then the guest, I mean, the host is like, well, that's, hmm, that's interesting. Well, tell us about oh, this, this, this. Well, that's basically like saying, okay, fuck your answer. Here's my next question. <laughs> okay, that's what it seems like. I think it's very disrespectful yeah, to, exactly. to the guest. Yeah, exactly. You're not even listening. It's like you just asked a question and you left the room and like, okay, he's done. Let me ask the next question. <laughs> it's like, all right. And, and it's, it's, it's so boring for you. I've had people do that where they're just blasting me with questions. It's like, here's a question. And I talk for like eight minutes. And then I'm like, okay, good. I can have a breather now you know while he comments what I said. And then, boom, another question. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, see, man. I, I'm, I've done this for so long, I won't, I won't allow someone to do that to me. I'll, I'll reverse. I'll do the Oprah on their ass. They ask <laughs> me a question, I'll answer. Then I'll reverse it with a question. I said, well, what about you? Like, how did you see that? Huh? What? Uh, 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 uh well, I, uh, uh, bye, 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 what? <laughs> But I, I like what Drock did, honestly. Where Drock on, did was I, like, how did you know? get your name? And he's like, Sincere, I got a question for what you just said. That was yeah, cool, exactly. man. That was really cool. Yeah, you know, most people are like, oh, is that, is that your real name? I use it. I, I use it, don't I? Sounds pretty real. <laughs> like, come on, man. So yeah, that, that yeah, was. We, you know, we want guests coming on the show where again it's going to be a good conversation because you know we're not making money doing the show. We're spending money to produce this show each week. So there has to be some payoff for us. And for me, the payoff is that it's actually interesting because honestly, I've had days where I'm a little bit flustered and. You know, we do the show, and it's a really good conversation, whether it's just you and me, Sincere, or one of our guests, and I feel great afterwards. I'm like, wow, that was cool. But the last thing we need is to have someone come on where, like, you're even more tired afterwards. You're drained <laughs> from trying to, you know, get anything out of this guest where we're like, man, this person is giving us nothing. I mean, right. we just, just keep digging away trying to find something. Exactly. And that's just not going to work, man. I mean, frankly, if we ever get a guest like that again, like, within 10 minutes, I'm just going to be like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and stop there. You know, clearly – Kanye. This interview is over. <laughs> you ain't got all the answers. Yeah, yeah, clearly you don't want to be on the show. You know, we don't want you on the show, and, and let's just wrap it up there, bitch. We don't need that. We want to, we've got a good momentum going. We want to keep going. We've got great guests in January. We've had great guests in February. We've got great guests coming up in March, so we're, gonna, we're just going to keep this momentum train going. Speaking of which, man, you know what? You don't have to worry about any of that stuff ever happening. We just have some good traction and a good interaction with everyone. It's worth coming to our workshop in September. 
Yes, exactly. that's called a segue in the broadcast. <laughs> that's a segue. <laughs> so, no, yeah, if, folks. if you think the show is fun, I mean, think about this. Think about this. You're listening to the podcast, right? And a lot of people are like, you know, I love the podcast because I feel like I'm a part of the conversation. But the reality is, is you aren't. You're not on the show, and you're not, you're not in the room talking with us. You're just listening to us talk. And that's great, and we appreciate you guys listening to it. But it's not an interactive experience. I mean, yeah, you can email us. You can email us afterwards, or you can post something on our pages. And, and that's cool, and we invite you to do that. But – it's not a fully interactive experience. Yeah, it's not a live show. It, the workshop is. Yeah. yeah, the workshop is basically you're learning from us, you're, you're hanging out with us afterwards, having dinner, going to shows. You know, we have a fun weekend planned on September 20, 21st in Las Vegas. Sincere Hogan, Kim Blackburn, Steve Cotter, and myself, Mike Mahler. It's going to be a good time. We, we're going to make ourselves available to hang out too. So it's not going to just be instruction for eight hours and then – Everyone goes home, back to their hotel, and watches TV all night and comes back the next day. We're going to have some fun social experiences, definitely dinner get-togethers. Definitely maybe we all go to a club. Maybe people want to play blackjack. I'll take a few people out and we can go do that. You know what I mean? It's just going to be fun, man. I mean, I'm all about having a good time. I know this city really well. It's not like I live in Las Vegas and I never leave my house. I know this city very well. So I know where to go to have a great meal, to have a good time to have some fun playing cards where you're going to be treated well, to see a good show, to see a concert. You know, who knows? I mean, it could be a great concert that weekend. We can, we can get a VIP table for it for everyone attending. So, I mean, there's, yeah. the opportunities in Las Vegas for fun entertainment are numerous. So it's going to be a blast. Yeah. So with that being said, don't wait till the last minute to try to sign up. Look, man, we're trying to hook you guys up for being loyal listeners. And what's going to happen is, Email Mike or myself, so Mike at LLAPodcast.com or Sincere at LLAPodcast.com and tell us that, hey, man, I want to come to this workshop. I want to get this Las Vegas experience with you guys. Put me on the VIP list. And here's the deal. Before we blast it out on our websites, before we send it to our email list, you will get first dibs to register for the workshop at the lowest possible price that we're going to offer for this thing. So when everyone else is kind of lollygagging and waiting around or they're not listening to the show and they just find out about it through the website or find out via email, then they're going to be paying, they're going to be paying a more premium price to come to this thing. Cause, and also keep in mind, this is two days. This is not a one-day workshop. This is two full days, an entire weekend experience. Okay, and at a perfect time to be in Vegas when it's the down season, hotel, I mean, great hotels will be a lot cheaper during September. Flights are going to be a lot cheaper during September. So really shouldn't be an issue when it comes to cost if this is what you truly, you owe it to yourself to do this because right. it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Read my lips, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. The four of us in the same room teaching, not going to happen again. Guaranteed. No, We're all busy. Steve's, old, Steve's barely ever in the country. He's overseas teaching all the time. I've only taught overseas for the most part for the last two years myself. Ken is so busy teaching certifications. Sincere is busy teaching courses and living his life too. So, I mean, we all got stuff going on. It's not like any one of us is just sitting around going, huh, hope the other guys do something so I can do something too. <laughs> you know what I mean? We all, we all have stuff hey, going man. on. Hey, man. I think it's time to get the band back together, man. <laughs> so you know what's cool also is that the four of us are really good friends. So you guys are going to see a lot of camaraderie, a lot of synergy, a lot of joking around with each other because the four of us are very comfortable with each other that we, we can really let loose at an event like this. It's not like, well, we don't know this guy too well, so who knows what he's going to do. All four of us have worked together before. All four of us are good friends and that's going to show very clearly when you come out to the events because we're not going to we're not going to be politically correct at all it's just i'll sum it up that way 
Now, price-wise, the price range is going to be anywhere between $700 and over 1000 So, in other words, the, That's we're going to start – well, yeah, we're going to start. Yeah, exactly. We're going to come out of the gate probably with 700 bucks for like the first five people or so. So, I mean, if you if you want to get in at that price, you're going to have to be one of the first five. And then we're going to increase the price and the price is going to keep going up based on demand. So it could go way past a thousand dollars because we only have space for 30 people. Right. So once we so, get close to 30 people, believe me, the price is going to hmm. go way up. We're not going to just let 30 people come in at the lowest price possible. The first five get that price goes up. The next five get that, price goes up again. You know how it works. The closer we get to the event, the closer we get to selling out, the higher the price is going to be. So you don't want to mess around with that. So I'm just giving, I'm, I'm dropping some numbers so you have an idea of what this is going to cost so you can calculate in your mind. So when you ask to be on that list, realize that that's what the price is going to be. Don't email me when the course is announced saying, oh, you know, I can't afford that or I didn't think it was going to be that high. You know now. You know what the price range is going to be. So keep that in mind. So guess how you can avoid that? Get on the list. And when you get the link, Use it. <laughs> Use it. Sign up. Don't sit there. Right. Don't, don't, don't even bother to waste our time. If, you, if you're going to be wishy-washy and you're going to just kind of be on the fence about it, and you, you know who you are. You know, as soon as you, before you even start typing that email, you know your type of personality. If you're one of those people that can't pull the trigger and you're not excited about it, just don't bother, man, because, A, it'll save you time and save us time. So right. if you're truly like, yeah, man, put me down. I'm going to do this. And you start moving, start putting your chips together now because you know already that you want to do this, because if it's important to you, you'll find a way. That's the right. thing about it. So if this is something that you, you, you want to experience this, you'll find a way to make it happen. That's, what, that's the thing about it. We're like kids. We're like children, man. We're like children. When a kid wants something, you can't tell them no. They will find a way to get what they want. And we're the same way as adults. So if this is something you really want to do, you'll find a way. Get on it. Make it happen, man. Everything else will come right. into play. So right. definitely send yeah. that email to Mike at LLAPodcast.com. Sincere at LLAPodcast.com. In the subject header, put VIP. We'll put you on that list. You'll be good to go. All right? And just a final thing on that. We're not going to get into the content too much, but a couple of people have asked me if this is going to be a kettlebell sport type event. And no, it's not. We're not, we're not. I don't teach kettlebell sport. I don't do kettlebell sport myself, so I certainly wouldn't be teaching that. I'm going to be doing a lot of double kettlebell drills, advanced body weight training. Probably not going to do a hormone lecture just because I've done that many times. And I, I talk about anything I have new to say about hormone optimization will be delivered through the podcast. So I'm not going to be lecturing. It's going to be more physical activity. The other guys are not doing just kettlebell sport technique. In fact, I don't think anyone's covering that. I think it's going to be way more dynamic than that. But anyway, all of that information will be available when the course is officially announced and the information page has been put together, which I believe will happen sometime in March. So just yeah. be, be aware of that. Exactly. So on a side note, other than that, make sure you hop over to my website, newwarriortraining.com, and use the coupon code LLA. You'll get 30% off of my physical copy or the digital download of my bodyweight training DVD. You'll get a hint of things that probably would have happened in other workshops in the past, but not necessarily going to be happening at this work workshop in September. So buy the DVD because most of that stuff on the DVD, pretty much all that stuff on the DVD is not happening in September. All new, pretty much new material. It's new material. All the other stuff was the level one course. This is way different. Hey, it's time to change things up a little bit here. So that's the thing. So go ahead and get, you can see where everything came from as far as my bodyweight training program by buying the DVD now. So when you come to September, you've already had a strong foundation and you're prepared to do what we're going to be doing in September. So that's right. how that works. So because, again, it's going to be fun. No matter what level of training you're in, you'll all be able to participate. But go ahead and grab the DVD now so you can go ahead and get your body prepared Very for true. all the other fun we're going to have in September. Absolutely. And on the flip, Absolutely. And, and on the flip side of that, 
So, yeah, and then hop over to Mike's site, and Mike, tell them what they're going to get before we head out of here, man. Yeah, man, use LLA, same coupon code to get 10% off any of my nutrition supplements, any of my videos, my T-shirts, basically any product I sell that I stock on my website. And also, one final thing about the workshop is we're not going to be covering beginner kettlebell stuff, all right? We're not going to do stuff that you've seen a million times. We're not going to teach you how to clean a kettlebell or snatch a kettlebell or how to begin or press. It's It's going to be advanced stuff. It's going to be intermediate, I should say, not advanced, so intermediate and above where we fine tune things and work on new skills. It's going to be a fun event, but just keep in mind, you know, we don't want someone who's, who's never worked out ever showing up at this event or someone who can't touch their toes or someone that's totally out of shape because you're just, you're just, it's, just it's not going to be that kind of course. We're not going to slow things down for you. It's not advanced, but it's not beginner either. And more information right. will be coming soon. So keep in, keep, stay tuned, folks. There you go. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this week. I got a vacation to go on. <laughs> so awesome, time, time to head to Costa Rica and, and do some <laughs> scouting and bring back some stories. All right, so... Everybody we'll be taking a, a break for the show. We're, we're not going to have any episodes next week since there's on vacation. I'm taking a break, and we're going to come back hard, though, with some serious guests. So keep that in mind. Get ready to be super excited for the show. Yeah. You guys are going to get. You guys are going to have a week off. You're going to realize how much you love this show during that week off, and how much you want us to keep doing it. That's what's going to happen. So we're, we're a little cool clever thing. that way. Yeah, and here's the cool thing about that week off. Now you can catch up on all those other episodes you haven't missed. Yeah, exactly, if, just, exactly. if you just started listening, now you can play catch up and spend that week catching up, and then you'll be good to go when we get back. All right? So there you have it, folks. So we'll see you after I come back from Costa Rica and Mike comes back from his little vacation. All right, folks, take it easy. Have a great week. Keep going. Talk to you soon.